Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, it's Friday. We're two hours in. Actually, just an hour in. It's the beginning of the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show. Here on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment. Aren't you lucky at MyTalk1071.com? Hey, there's yeah. some relationships, Holly Robert, we need to catch people up on. Ooh! And, our, yeah. and one of them is fake. There is a fake, our favorite fake celebrity relationship, in fact, seems to be moving forward well, going all according to plan. Mm. Do you know what fake celebrity relationship I'm talking about? That would be the fake relationship between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Our favorite fake relationship. We love it so much that we've given it a nickname here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Jonas. Jonas. <coughs> Jonas. Anyway, so, yeah, no, this relationship is uh, going uh, smoothly, all according to plan, and you have the latest on uh, why we know this to be true. Well, the reason we know this to be true is because their PR teams are feeding us the story, and then they appear on places like People.com. So People.com is reporting that Nick Jonas and his family have touched down in Mumbai, India yesterday. Uh, Nick Jonas arriving with his parents, his mother Denise, and father Kevin Jonas Sr. Uh, as they made their exit from the plane, this according to People.com, Jonas, uh, the dad, the father, Kevin Jonas Sr., had a big Tiffany & Company bag in his hand. Okay. I know, right? And of course, Tiffany's closed down its London store for Nick to buy an engagement ring for fiance Priyanka Chopra. Thanks for the details, people.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people reported earlier in the week that Nick would be bringing his parents to India for the first time so that uh, they could meet Priyanka Chopra's family, including her mother and her brother. Now, not pictured arriving in Mumbai were Kevin's uh, brothers, Kevin and Joe, and also Frankie Joe. Jonas. So um, this relationship, you know, it's interesting to me. We have no word yet on like when they're getting married, correct? No, there's no actual wedding date for Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. And the, the thing that makes me continue to believe that this relationship is purely some sort of publicity stunt is that we've not heard anything from them about the relationship openly no it's all sort of hinted at you get a whiff of something you get a picture and when you do get a picture it's one of them it's never both of them when she when she debuted her engagement ring earlier this week she had her hand like around her friend but not like she wasn't with nick it's just like okay i just have a hard time believing that there's a lot of there there because where is the just sort of sit down interview with people that's like, oh, we met and it was love at first sight. And- Where's the official uh, cover from people.com? 
Nick Jonas and Priyanka so much in love, showing off the engagement ring, frolicking maybe in a field of wildflowers with some soft focus. Well, Bradley, you're not exactly wrong in your intuition that this relationship is fake. You know who else thinks this relationship is fake? Who? Our good friend who doesn't know it, NT Lawyer from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. So the purveyor of all our blind items. Yeah, can I read you the following blind item? Please, please, please. This blind item published today on CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Okay. Here it is. If you don't think there is a reality show being shot all around the engagements in this former tweener family, why were there three separate units hired in this foreign country to track this couple to meet family members they had already met before? Apparently, things did not work out as well the last time at all, but hey... This time around, they're going to love the idea for the cameras. Oh, my God. So this is genius. So this is the reason we haven't had anything in the first person is because they're filming it all for a reality series. Oh, my God. It's so fake. Fake, 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 fake. Oh, that is just too good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, so we're all going to be buying this relationship uh, on some dumb cable reality show and uh, we'll get sucked up into it and then there'll be, you know, oh God, this is not going to end anytime soon, you guys. This is going to go on and on. Because my other thought was, okay, like let's say there's a shred of credibility to the fact that this relationship is real. Well, maybe they like each other. Maybe Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, they like each other. They like hanging out with each other and maybe they even have relations with each other. I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> But, um, you know, clearly there's has to be some chemistry there. Otherwise, you don't you don't engage in this sort of behavior. But to, if you honestly think that relationships in Hollywood are real, you are not doing your job. And by doing your job, I mean listening, because there are just too many examples of fake relationships throughout the history of Hollywood. We could go on for 100 years. Um, but what I was going to say is even if you believe that there was a shred of credibility to this relationship, you would say like, um, you know, you would just see things in a different way. You would see interviews with them talking about it. They would be discussing. Now we know why we're not getting any of that. We're not getting any of that because the whole purpose of this experience is they're filming some sort of reality experience. We're not getting the Dateline NBC interview, like what happened between Jennifer uh, Lopez and Ben Affleck back in the day where they went on the houseboat and they were talking about how much they loved each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, that's a relationship that is totally fake, but there is a relationship that is maybe real, but a hot mess nonetheless. I don't even care if you think this relationship is real or not, but we need to we need to talk about something briefly. Chloe Kardashian. This headline I read and I thought to myself, oh, this shouldn't be interesting. Oh, really? Chloe Kardashian's new relationship rule to keep Tristan Thompson from cheating again. Hey, <laughs> headline, if you need a rule to keep your man from cheating, you're doing it wrong. And why would you want to be with that man in the first place? Yeah. Look, I yeah. understand that Tristan Thompson is the father of your child and you may have feelings for him, but it's obvious from his behavior this past year that he doesn't really mm, care about you in the way that you wish he probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have Jason bro. He's the sports editor for hollywoodlife.com. Can you ask yourself what that means? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I have no clue. I digress. The, The story is 
that a Kardashian insider exclusively tells HollywoodLife.com. I, can you please send me on a secret mission to L.A. so that I can figure out what is going on at People, at Hollywood Life, these websites that claim to have these insiders. I want to see how this works because what I feel like is happening is that Chloe or, you know, Tristan is calling up these people and saying, here is a story, but you have to credit it as an insider. A Kardashian insider, exclusively all caps, tells HollywoodLife.com that while Chloe has seemingly forgiven, um, or uh, let me start this way, the two are in such a great place right now. While Chloe has seemingly forgiven Tristan for the betrayal, she hasn't forgotten about it and has decided to stay, take steps to ensure it doesn't happen again. Quote, one of her big new rules for their relationship, Holly, is that it has to be totally fun and pressure free. What? Her thinking is that if she can keep things light and sexy the way they were at the beginning of their relationship, then Tristan won't be tempted to cheat. What? Women no, are not no. responsible for your cheating men. No, and also oh, to keep, God. <laughs> keep a rela- What does keeping a relationship fun even mean? That, what does the word that, fun mean? It's so loaded. Yeah, having here's here's some fun. Not cheating on each other. Yeah. Try that one. Also, Chloe is feeling super sexy again. This oh, is really? so, like, she's is showing nice? off her post baby body, I'm but she doesn't want you to talk about her post baby body because that's rude. You only can read about it on her app that you pay for. Ladies, I love you. Thank you. But we are stuck in the 1950s. Anybody who reads this article and it like takes it for what it's worth, I need to meet you. And deprogram you mm-hmm. because to think that in 2018, somebody's going to read an article and and believe that, wow, yeah, Chloe, she got to keep her man. So she's got to like make it fun and interesting. No, no, she doesn't. We're going to deprogram you. We're going to take you and bring you into a Ramada in conference room and we're going to have an intervention with you Ugh. and let you know. What is what? In it is not a woman's responsibility to keep a man from cheating on her. And there likewise. is nothing you can do to keep someone from acting of their own accord. If Tristan Thompson wants to cheat on her, she can wear nighties and negligees and lose all of that weight. <laughs> um, which also there was a picture of her that went around viral. Did you see the picture of her oh, from earlier this week where she was Excuse walking around on the beach? Me? What happened to her? Her post-baby body is alien in nature. I, I encourage you, and, and, and before you say to me, it's hot you up. just shamed people for talking about blah, blah. Look, I'm not talking about anything she has or that she doesn't have control over. Look at this picture. It's not making fun of her body. It's no. making fun of what she did to her body. Yeah. And by that, I mean injecting giant slabs of silicone into her behind. If you look at the lower part of her body. It's so it's, bizarre. I mean, maybe it's hot on Melmac, Bradley, but I, hot I don't on Melmac. Know. Way to get the elf reference in there. I you guys, I'm telling you, it is a thing. There's so many feels. Sorry, we just went way off topic. Not really. No, the reason that we're going off topic is because I want to avoid what's happening on cheat day Friday. To be honest. Well, thanks for the transition, because uh, now I'll let you know that when we come back from this break, Holly and I are going to stick something in our mouths that very few people willingly ever choose to. Oh, yes. We've got a very special, controversial Cheat Day Friday, and it's all going to be on Facebook Live as well. If you want to watch it, head over to Facebook when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.
I don't know if we're going to survive this cheat day, you guys. But let's try. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts. Today, Colleen will be back on Monday. Every Friday, we'd love to put something inappropriate, usually because it's it's bad for you uh, in our mouths for Cheat Day Friday. Today, ooh, it might just be bad for us, period. Let's get right to it. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. You can watch along on Facebook Live, My Talk 1071. Holly's going to come on over. She is going to uh, join me for today's Cheat Day Friday experience. It's an exclusive brought to us from our friend and longtime listener, Thomas, who travels throughout uh, Asia. He brought us back the following vacuum freeze dried durian bar. Yay. Yay. Lucky up. Now, the reason we don't sound super thrilled and the other reason I suggested perhaps we might lose our life during this segment earlier is because durian is a very controversial food item. Is it not, Holly? Yeah, because durian, it has a hard shell on the outside with spikes. But when you open it up, allegedly it tastes like custard farts. (laughs) Okay, so thanks for putting it that way. Well, you have to be honest with that. It has a very pungent taste and odor. Anybody would choose to eat that. I have no clue. But But it's a big thing in parts of Asia. Um, This comes from Thailand. And uh, it's literally just freeze-dried durian. I'm going to open the package. I don't know if they're individually wrapped or not, so prepare to uh, evacuate the room if necessary. I'm scared. Because I'm a little concerned. (laughs) This might be like one of our... Remember when we had the whole... The stink bomb experience. Yes, there was a stink bomb. Oh, are they individually? They're individually wrapped because they know. They know that this is going to stink. All right, throw me a bag. Just post this thing. B. if it's supposed to stink. Now, I think... It's one of those things where it's a smell that's an acquired aroma. And it's an acquired taste, too, because obviously people like the taste of durian. They like the smell of durian. However, so all right now, Holly, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to ask you to, uh, well, you're just going to take one for the team and be the first in here. I'm going to describe what we're looking at. Basically, it looks like just like dried chunks of, I don't know, nondescript yellowish stuff. You know what it looks like? Astronaut ice cream. Yes, that you no, used it totally to get looks like astronaut ice cream. At the store in the mall, the endangered species store. It's just a I can't clod. open it. Are there any kind of here? I'm just gonna here. I'll take there. I stabbed oh, wow. it with a pen. Who knew this was gonna be MacGyver? All right, such now I'm gonna open effort. it. <laughs> what does it smell like? What does it smell like? Come on. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's backing away from this. We. What does it smell here, like? Here, B. Arthur, smell it. All right, I'm going to smell mine. All right. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> oh my God, before it even gets near your back. Yeah, no, your nose. all right. I have a glass. Uh, of- <laughs> it smells like like oniony. Yes, right? that's that is the uh, the smell that people think that it smells like a, like a rotten onion. Oh, oh God! Okay, right, that's now foul. the so- texture is dry. Again, it's freeze dried. It's like astronaut ice cream. It looks like astronaut ice cream. I'm gonna take an up close whiff. I'm gonna. You're gonna put it in your mouth, okay? Holly Roberts is gonna taste the durian again. This is our cheat day Friday experience here on My Talk 107.1. You can watch along. On this. She's trying to like avoid it. Just put it in your mouth and eat it. No. Just chomp, 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 chomp. Bite, 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 bite. What are you tasting? Um, I'm tasting. What do you? Um. Just take a big bite. Just no, bite it. No, you take okay, a big I'll bite. Bradley, there he goes. Yeah, he took a big bite. <laughs> <laughs> he took a big bite. Bradley is all. Oh, there he goes. Out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. Oh it gets worse. It, it gets, gets worse. worse. <laughs> 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 It has, oh, you know, oh, it tastes like there's a candy. What's the candy that you get? <laughs> it gets worse. Thank you, okay, Bradley, for doing to it for do the it. team. Oh, the problem okay, is, okay. Holly. Okay, so just on, here's Where's what you're gonna the, have to do. Do you have the coffee? Can I have some? You have coffee? the wastebasket. I need a wastebasket. I've got you and I need some coffee. Thank. I already have her. All right, here Give we go. Her the water. Okay, take that. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't see, but the minute it gets in your mouth, you can't make it stop. And the problem is because it's dehydrated, because it's dehydrated, it sticks to your teeth, which just makes it that much worse. Because every time you try to come up for air, you taste the death in your oh my mouth. God. Oh my god! Like I want to. Uh, it tastes okay, so. Oh, it's caught in my permanent oh. retainer. Oh. <laughs> okay, so here's the taste. The taste is <sighs> like onion. Yes. Not farts. You're like, crying right now. Like decaying something, yes. like meat. Yes. Like chicken, like yes. that's been left out on the counter for a yes. few days. There's an element of death. <laughs> In oh, the flavor of this fried durian oh. candy. Now I'm gonna give the bag to B. Arthur. I'm Ooh. gonna throw this in the garbage. Should it's, we make B. Arthur taste it? Stuck. Mm. Yeah, it's stuck in the back mm-hmm. of my permanent retainer. Now take that. Okay. I gotta go and man the board. You go you man the have... board. Oh, we've got 30 seconds. B. Arthur, stick it in your mouth. We're doing this on Facebook Live again. Cheat day Friday. Durian. Oh gosh, she's gonna go for it. Go for it. <laughs> It's now been spat all over the studio. Great. When we come back, hopefully Lori and Julia will not smell that by the time they come in or they'll sue. When we come back from Durian to D-Bags, we'll tell you what celebrities are in that title and why when we return. Right here, I got to wipe my face on my talk 107.1. Oh, we survived, you guys. Lots of coffee and... uh, 
We had some delightful raspberry Kit Kats. Raspberry Kit Kats as a palate cleanser. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts. What are we talking about? Well, normally we talk about pop culture, celebrity. We do a thing called Cheat Day Friday on Fridays where we eat things that are usually like naughty, like, oh, pie, oh, donuts. Well, a friend brought um, freeze-dried durian, so we thought, let's try it, because we've heard it's a very controversial uh, fruit experience. An acquired taste. Oh, my God. Woo! I said, it's a good thing, because we did it on Facebook Live, if you want to watch the video. It's a good thing that I did not toss my cookies, because it is really that vile when you put it in your mouth, and why anybody... It must just be like a, th- a flavor. I think it's just an acquired taste. It, it has to be an acquired taste because I don't understand why anybody would eat it. It literally tastes like a combo between farts and rotten meat. Y- yes, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. And not only that, but when you bite into the freeze-dried durian candies that we just had on Cheat Day Friday, it it leaks into your sinuses. Yeah, it has and, a very and, and strong... And it lingers. It's, 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 it's just like a funky onion foot... Decaying. Oh, God. Anyway, sorry. I'm sure there are a lot of people that are just Mm -hmm. like, okay, move on. Let's move on to, well, celebrities who are essentially the equivalent of freeze dried durian. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, so Suzanne Summers is my D bag. I never thought I'd have to say that in my life, but it turns out I've now had to say it more than once. This year, that is true. This year, in fact, Mm -hmm. and really for the same reason. So TMZ's cameras caught up to uh, the Threes Company and uh, Thighmaster extraordinaire. Uh, And you'll remember that she basically worried about how flirting was going to, you know, never, that flirting would end. Yeah, and that earlier this year was, she was talking about Morgan Freeman And uh, the accusations against him of inappropriate behavior with reporters, specifically a reporter from CNN who published her uh, experiences with Morgan Freeman uh, publicly in CNN earlier this year. And she she apparently still worries that flirting is going to go away after an onslaught of famous men, including not Morgan Freeman in this case, but Matt Lauer were axed for, of course, sexual misconduct. Um, So TMZ catches up to her. And she reminisced about being interviewed by Matt Lauer and said that he was, quote, always a nice guy to her. Quote, I've done the Today Show so many times with Matt Lauer, and he's such a nice guy. I don't know what he does in his time off. What? Uh, So she went on to say he needs to be given a chance. He's too talented to not have a great career. What? Oh, wait, no, that was that was uh, Matt Lauer's uh, first wife, Nancy Elspow. So what? anyway, even uh, but that, back to even, Suzanne even Summers. Nancy's saying that his first wife, That's does weird. she receive payments from Matt Lauer? Is that why she's saying that <laughs> he deserves a nice career so I can get some money? Oh, he's just a nice it's guy. Just, he never tried to sleep with me. Anytime, Bradley, somebody says that about any of these people in the public eye who have been accused of sexual misconduct. Well, they didn't act that way to me. Well, yeah. They didn't act that so way to you. Consider but, yourself lucky. You know yeah. what I would like to say? Because this is just as ludicrous. And please understand that. I'm sorry. I have to put away the durian because I can still smell it in here. Okay. So I'm just trying please to do. Thank you. zip it up. Oh. Um, anytime somebody says that, like, well, he didn't do that to me. I want to say, well, because you're ugly. Like, I mean, in the world that you live in where that is a valid 
like response, mm-hmm. then my valid, equally valid response is, well, because you're ugly or you're dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it's ludicrous to say that to someone. Right. But it's equally ludicrous to imply that because a, a sexual predator didn't, y- didn't you target their you, prey doesn't mean that it didn't happen for anyone. Right. It's just like the lamest argument ever. Right. So Suzanne Summers clearly is still wanting to ride that, you know, that particular train. I'm not sure who she thinks she's benefiting by saying these things. Yeah, I have no idea because I really don't know, Bradley. (sighs) So she's still at it. She's worried that flirting is going to come to an end. Suzanne Summers, we're here to say that flirting is not going to come to an end. In fact, it's alive and well. You know, really quickly before we go on. Yeah. I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. This whole notion of like, not just flirting, but we'll use that as an example. Like when people say things like, oh, I'm so worried that, you know, the old way is not going to be around anymore. Like, okay, well, the cool thing is, even if you were to lose out on flirting, which I'm not really sure what that in the general scheme of life, like flirting is kind of like, okay, that's kind of nice. It's kind of like, oh, what am I thinking of? It's kind of like. You know, getting your eyebrows done, like it's awesome. But like if you couldn't get your eyebrows done ever again, are you are is your life going to be over? And if I said to you, instead of getting your eyebrows threaded at the mall, we could um, let one kid go to college or something like that. Right. If you told that to me right now, Bradley, if you told me, Hey Holly, you can't get your eyebrows threaded anymore. But if you don't do that to your eyebrows, some kid is going to get a full ride to college. I would end it today. Right. I would just be like, that's great. I will find alternatives. So that's what I kind of think about when I see these stories where people are like, I'm just really put out by the fact that I might not be able to flirt like I used to in the seventies and eighties. Okay. Like, are you really going to be that put out by it? Yeah. Or, oh, I found my significant other at work. We started a relationship at work. Does that mean that we're not going to be able to do those kinds of things anymore? Well, well, and again, no, right? Because it doesn't. And the same with flirting. Flirting's not going to end. Right. But even if it did, would that really be the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. if it meant that fewer women would get raped? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's a no brainer. I'm with you. Call me crazy. Let's go on. You've got a D-bag for us. Oh, Bradley, I got a D-bag today. My D-bag is none other than Fox News. I know we usually don't talk politics on this show. That was a hard right turn. See what what I did there? there. (laughs) No, it has nothing to do with politics. Oh, are you going to do what I think you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. This was something that came to our attention yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, this Fox News is my D bag of the day because of how they honored the late, the great, the legendary Aretha Franklin yesterday. Of course, the big news of the day yesterday Aretha Franklin passed away at the age of 76. And it's how Fox News remembered Aretha Franklin. That they are my D bag today. Okay. So, like any news uh, cable news channel, uh, they memorialized and put up a graphic of Aretha Franklin and said Aretha Franklin and the date of her birth, the date of her death. That that's run of the mill. Everybody does that. But in the background, in the inlay, they had a picture above the wording of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, it wasn't Aretha Franklin. Yeah, no, it was an African American uh, performer. 
yeah. female, yeah. African-American performer. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Aretha Franklin. No. But wait, I heard, I heard, Holly, that uh, Fox News said they just accidentally cropped Aretha out of that photo with Patti LaBelle. Yeah, you heard correctly. It is Patti LaBelle. They put a picture of Patti LaBelle on Aretha Franklin's memorial image. <laughs> yeah, so they made that first mistake, right, Bradley? Yeah. Mm-hmm. D-bag of the day alone for just that. Now, Fox News apologized to Aretha Franklin's family and friends. This is what Fox News's vice president had to say about the mishap. They said, our intention was to honor the icon using a secondary image of her performing with Patti LaBelle in the full screen graphic. But the image of Miss Franklin was obscured in that process, which we deeply regret. Which is a lie. Which is a lie, Bradley, yeah. getting to your point. No, Aretha Franklin was never on stage with Patti LaBelle saying over the rainbow at the White House several years ago. Now, Aretha Franklin was on the same bill. She was a part of the same night in this Woman of Soul in performance at the White House special that aired on PBS. But no, Fox News, Aretha Franklin was never on stage with Patti LaBelle. In fact, the reason we know why is because the whole performance was on YouTube. Yeah, so what they tried to say was, oh, well, you know, she was in that picture, but when we, you know, cropped it out, we we obscured actually Aretha. But to your point, nope, she actually wasn't even in that particular performance, nowhere to be seen. So there was no way that that photo had been sort of, uh, you know, accidentally cropped. So basically their excuse was a lie. So they, they made the mistake and then they lied about the mistake. So... Pretty D-baggy to me. I feel like in honor of Aretha Franklin, maybe you should show her some more respect. Fox News. Okay. Can I see what you did there? Okay. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You know what's coming up next? What? Well, from D-bags, we're going to move along here. Uh, I'm going to get some more coffee to get that taste out of my mouth from our previous segment. Uh, But, hey, look, there's some things that you want to watch on Netflix, and there are some things you don't want to watch on Netflix. And we've got the skinny on both when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. There are things you should be watching this weekend on Netflix and things you probably can avoid. We'll get into both of those in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. State Fair is just about uh, seven sleeps, six sleeps away. Yeah. Holly Roberts joining me today. Colleen will be back on Monday. We'll be broadcasting throughout the fair. Oh, I can't wait to get out there. Now, let's get back to what you're going to be on uh, watching on Netflix this weekend, shall we? Yeah. I almost was just ready to sit back and listen to some sort of intro. I feel like we need an intro on things to watch on Netflix. What you should watch. Watch, watch on, on Netflix. Netflix. Because I want to tell you about something I just watched last night. I actually started it, I think, last week, and then I finally finished it um, just because I had had to run when I uh, watched maybe like 20 minutes of the Hannah Gadsby special on netflix and it's a comedy special and so much more and you guys seriously it's gonna be like it's heavy it's a comedy special so you're like why is that heavy yeah why is that heavy thanks for asking well i don't want to tell you too much but let me put just put it this way so hannah gadsby she's an australian comedian uh she's a writer she um she just has an amazing story. And what she does is she takes comedy and she kind of has this premise that I, I would say the, the thrust of this particular special is I don't want to do comedy anymore. And here's why. 
because I can't do comedy anymore and here's why, blah, blah, blah. And it all deals with her personal story. But she's obviously doing a comedy special, right? Yeah. So there's comedy. And it doesn't take very long before you get into the part about uh, why she maybe feels like she can't do comedy anymore. And then things take a very serious turn, but in such a remarkable way, in a way that will have you thinking about all of the things we've probably spent. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not we probably. We have spent a fair amount of time talking about over the last few years, whether it's Me Too um, whether I just, there's so many things, a lot of things I related to. She, she is a, a lesbian. Um, and she talks about coming out. She had a very unique experience coming out in New Zealand, which apparently at the time and place in which she was raised was a very, very religious anti-gay, um, atmosphere. And so she had to come to terms with a lot of that kind of stuff. But it's so much more than just a, a, a compelling personal story. She actually, I think, pushes the audience in a really uncomfortable way where you're just like, I don't want to watch this. I can't. I don't need to. But at the end of it, by the end of it, you're just, you know, your brain is working. You're thinking. You're questioning. You're, you know, you're still laughing. There's just so much there. There are many layers. I don't want to overhype it, but I do just think that I watched. And the thing that I appreciate it was that it was so unique. So what it sounds like, Bradley, is that Hannah Gadsby's special on Netflix is not really stand up comedy at all, but rather a performance piece in which she delivers comedic anecdotes and and that it's humorous but at, well like it doesn't sound like a traditional stand up it's a journey that you go on right yeah. so you start with a very traditional sort of comedy stand up special narrative and then um and one of the headlines from the New York Times was back in July cuz this just premiered i think on Netflix in June maybe that sounds about right um the comedy destroying soul affirming art of Hannah Gadsby by the way the special is actually called Nanette so if you're, you know, looking through your Netflix, the special itself is called Nanette. It's it's Hannah Gadsby is the the creator, but uh, the comedian. Um, but it certainly starts out like a traditional comedy special. It does not end like a traditional comedy special. But I think you will still feel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you'll feel. I can tell you that I felt very emotional, and I don't typically get very emotional. Um, very often when it comes to watching stuff on TV, especially when I'm sitting there, you know, on the couch by myself and I was like, Whoa, this is so, and what like, is I happening wanna, to me, I want to, <laughs> like, I want to talk about it with people. That's why I want people to watch it. Cause I want to be able to have conversations about it. She's writing a memoir now, um, about, you know, her, uh, her life really. And, and I just, I can't wait to get my hands on it because she's just one of those people that will have you thinking about things. She, she, for example, was an art history student and, and makes all of these comparisons to art history. She talks a lot about mental health issues, um, how our culture deals with mental health issues, how our culture deals with sexuality, sexual orientation, how our culture deals with gender, 
Um, she is a very non-traditional gendered person. So she would say she's on the masculine side of, uh, you know, the, the, she is a more uh, society would would categorize her as a more masculine looking female. Right. So she's not a traditional um I don't even want to put labels on it. I want you to experience it for yourself. I want you to hear her and how she describes her experience. But the the moral of the story is there's a little bit of something in there for almost everyone watching, whether you are a straight white man, whether you are a person of color, whether you are a gay person, whether you are a transgender person, whether you are just somebody who finds the world to be a hot mess right now. It's it's incredibly gripping and it's something that's not going to actually take you very long to watch um, I was just trying to see if I could get a timestamp, but I, it, it can't be over much more over an hour to an hour and a half. So it's Fantastic. not a huge investment in your time. I will definitely be checking out Nanette, Hannah Gadsby's special on Netflix this weekend. And I can't wait to talk to you about it when I'm all done watching yes. it. Yay. Excellent. I know that uh, several my talkers have approached me and messaged me and I, probably some other people too about watching that. So we'll get on that and we'll watch that. I'm excited to watch this. But over on the other side of the spectrum, something that seems like we should be avoiding like stinky durian candies is Netflix's Insatiable. That is their new series. I think it debuted last week. But uh, Bradley, you and Colleen talked about this show a couple of weeks ago before it even debuted. It was already causing controversy. Uh, There was a a change.org petition to have Netflix pull the show because people were saying that it was fat shaming, that it was giving a bad message. So Insatiable is about a show. It's a show show it's a show about uh, a high schooler who is uh heavy and she gets her jaw wired shut over the summer after being punched in the face she loses a lot of weight then decides to take revenge on her classmates that used to bully her by joining beauty pageants yeah so this is yeah it, it sounded like you know there was a lot of criticism initially but then it was one of those things where you're like well how can you criticize it until you've seen it exactly but now it seems like maybe um we just we don't need to go there yeah i'm several reviews have called it netflix's worst original show ever uh there is also someone calling it a catastrophe a disaster and a catastrophe. Cat- I like that. Yes, a disaster and a catastrophe all at the same time. Uh, and again, other people calling it the worst TV show yet. However, the critics, it doesn't matter what they say because apparently Insatiable on Netflix is a big hit. Don't know whether or not it's going to be renewed for a second season, but it seems to have found its audience. People either love this or probably hate it. I know that Alexis, our very own Alexis Thompson of Jason and Alexis in the Morning, Gave it the old college try, and then she turned it off because she did not like it. (laughs) Well, and our listener, Laura, said, I only watched about 20 minutes of the first episode of Insatiable. It was awful. Yeah, so So. maybe you want to put that one over to the side and not watch it at all. Yeah, there are so many other better things to get to first. Uh, It seems like, you know, perhaps not your best. Yeah. Not your best. Let's all go watch Nanette this weekend. Let's go watch Nanette. And if you uh, need something to follow that up with that's, you know, more exciting, don't forget that the uh, latest season, which is actually the second season or fourth or something, I don't know. It's a long story. We don't have time to get into a Great British Bake Off, (laughs) is on PBS. Yay! And it's Friday, which means I think tonight is the finale episode. 
I am so excited to go home and watch this. That's fantastic. This is like literally appointment. This only appointment viewing currently in our home is the Great Great British. In the United States, we call it the Great British Baking Show, but it's really the Great British Bake Off. But because of Pillsbury, you can't say Bake Off in the United States without paying them a bunch of money. Really? Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, all right. So um, thank you, Holly. We have something to watch and something not to watch on Netflix. Now, when we come back, we have something else to talk about. And in fact, what we're going to talk about is something uh, that you probably are already watching or have been watching. And this time on YouTube. You ever find yourself on YouTube for like 20 minutes, an hour, days, watching bizarre random videos? You get stuck in that YouTube rabbit hole? Well, we're going to talk about YouTube rabbit holes and how you fall in and what you watch when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.